Welcome to Skaboing, a podcast about nothing or everything. I'm Brent. And I'm Reed. On today's show, we discuss our origin story, flak pods, scalpers, zombie nativity scenes, and more. talked about a lot of stuff, but we did not talk at all about ourselves or how we met or how we met. And so I think maybe we should do that this time. Okay. I'm done with that. So do you want to start or I can't yeah, boo yeah. Apparently I'm your beaver. <laughs> no, I'll do that. First I'm off, I'm, I want to say to anyone that is bothered by how many times Reed has used the word ear hole. On the website, I have I've put the put the axe down on that ear holes. He, he stick won't. it in your ear hole. Stick it in your ear hole. Listen, 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 listen. Stick it in your ear hole. So he won't be doing that anymore. No, that's it. That's it. Um, but in in fifth Excuse grade, Reed moved into the house that was kitty corner behind my house. I don't think it was fifth grade. When did you move there? Well, then you moved so here. It was seventh grade. You moved here in fifth grade. I moved grade. to Wasika in our, fifth grade. Yeah, but I was already. I don't. I was. I started being friends with you only when you moved. Yeah. Behind me. Yeah. But so I moved to. I moved to Wasika in fifth grade. I don't think it was. Well, I guess seventh, seventh grade. We were still at the Central Intermediate School. Well, that would have been sixth grade. Yeah, that's when we met. Sixth grade there. was when you moved here. No, I moved. I moved to Wasika. You were here? In fifth grade. So I don't know how we met. Apparently. No, apparently not. I moved, my family moved from Wisconsin to Wasika. We just lived in the entire state of Wisconsin. It was our home. Um, in fifth grade, so it would have been like 95. So it was the end of... It was the end of the fifth grade school year. Okay. That makes sense. And Because I don't remember you until sixth grade. Right. So then, my family lived... A few blocks away from the school for like a year, maybe, and then we moved midway through the year to a little house on what was it, the south southwest area. southwest side of town. So, and that was right kitty corner behind me. So it would have been like the end towards the end of sixth grade for us. Yes, when that happened. Yeah, and that was when I really. Became friends with Reed. Like we had seen had, each other in passing. I had knew about Reed. The only thing I really knew about Reed up to that point was one day in the locker room, he Jeez. he said that one other guy had a full bush, <laughs> and he was referring to his pubes. And so that was the story I heard about Reed, and I thought, you know what? That's a guy I want to be friends with. Or or, punch bl- in the or face. blow. So. Um, so that, I totally forgot about so, that. So then when Reed moved behind me, uh, we we became friends. I think the first words I said to you through the backyards was, Heidi Ho Neighbor, that, like I was Wilson from Home Improvement. It, that that's, seems really likely, but that could have been what you said. Yeah, but our backyards, not, not our butts, but our backyards... We're kitty corner to each other. Yeah, and so we, you know, 
hang out at either house, like listen to Hanson. There was a lot of we we listened and to Trio da 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 Trio. In the wintertime, we would just stand in the backyard on cheap, generic, like, sort of snowboards they were, that you buy at Walmart. If anybody remembers... tend to do sweet tricks. If anybody remembers black snow snowboards, that's what we had. But we would stand in the backyard. Normally, it was Brent's backyard, because mine was full of dog shit, because my parents... In the winter, did only an okay job of cleaning up poop of our dog. So we do that. We ride the bus to school. We yeah. So that's that's kind of that's kind how, of how we met. How we met, and I, and we were friends. We good were f- good for a while there. Yeah. I mean, we did. I, I had another friend, which will who will remain nameless, who was, uh, I would say, like a. A little bit of like a bully in ways. I think he was compensating. He well that, and I think he was like sort of selfish. Like he only wanted me to be his friend. He and he didn't want me to be really friends with anybody else. But and he sort of caused a rift between me and Reed, where basically (laughs) I had pissed in a water bottle. (gasps) Oh my god! uh, Like a bike water bottle, and I left the pee in there for several weeks. Out in the hot... In in a garage. In a garage. It basically fermented in the water bottle. Like one day on our sweet mountain bikes... Does pee ferment? It must. I'm sure there's organic matter in there. Yeah. I know it's got a certain amount of uric acid. Okay. So that may kill things. I don't know. Longer story short... I sprayed reed with the piss. Yeah. Outside of my house, no less. Outside of your house... And then me and Reed, me and uh, the other guy, laughed and rode our bikes away. And then it was maybe like so that was that was what that was the summer before we started high school. Yeah, and then we didn't really talk. We were neighbors, and then you moved. Yeah, well, because I moved. You moved across town to the southeast. Yeah, I had already moved eight in eighth grade. Yeah. So we didn't live by each other anymore. So, like, we didn't really have to, like, see each other. And so after that point, we didn't really talk for, like, maybe, like, a year-ish. Yeah, we we didn't really talk, like, at all during ninth grade. Until yeah. Until it was, like... like it, was, it was pretty slim. Was it second, second trimester? We ended up having social studies class together in ninth grade. I think we had a project to do... And because yeah. neither of us wanted to be, I think I think at that point like things had just sort of like, like time had just sort of like gone, and we had just sort of like forgotten that, that shit, and like grown well, up I, a little bit like that little bit of time. What and, we had and grown you up. and the other guy had grown apart yeah, to some extent, yeah. But we just we just grew apart. Like we were going in different directions, so it just it was bound to to come apart, and that's fine. I mean, like you're not. You grow apart as people. Like, I don't you... think you need to be friends with someone forever, especially when you're younger, because you develop different interests, and you know. Yeah, we had we had social studies together. It was a project. We ended up working on it. I went over to Brent's house, Brent's new house, for the first time ever during that time, mm-hmm. and 
we hung out for a good couple hours, good three hours that night. Yeah. I think I actually, I think your mom ended up asking me to stay for dinner. Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> that was a regular occurrence as well in high school. Yes. After we started hanging out again, I'd go over and hang out, and then your mom would just be like, okay, Reed's staying for dinner. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, I gotta call my mom and make sure she's cool with it. She, she always was. Yeah, my mom just sort of, like, expected it. Like, it's just, your, your mom it's just kind of, it was. Your mom became my second mom. Second mom. After we started hanging out again. Yes. And I think the same was true of my mom. Yeah, your mom became... Don't go there. So, enough beating around the proverbial bush. Brent had a crush on my mom. No, it, he, well... He always said my mom was a MILF. To, to get... Mostly to, to get my goat. To get under Reed's skin. And I still do, like... <laughs> now that. I think it's hysterical. And the funniest thing is, that I told my mom <laughs> that you used to call her a MILF and still do. And she was a little what, weirded out. What'd she say? Well, but she liked it? <laughs> she was flattered. Okay. But yes, she was a little weirded out. So, what you're saying is... There's if, a chance. If I <laughs> end up divorced... And for some reason, I kill your dad. I've got a chance. <laughs> there might be a chance. Okay. You are a handsome man. Yeah. I mean, I'll maybe like I'll do a couple crunches to get in. <laughs> to get to get into like the shape my dad is now. Is that what you're saying? No, just just I'll do a couple crunches. Oh, okay. He's gotta he's gotta strengthen his core. Just, you know. So anyway, tenth grade became uh, ninth grade became friends again, and then throughout high school, we basically I would say we were inseparable. Like we were best friends. We hung out all the time. Anyway. Either way. So that's how we met. Yeah, that's how we and met, how we became now, friends. Now we're friends. And now we're both 30. Brent is close to being 31 at the end of this month. Yeah. He's going to join the 31 gang. 31 club. It'll be fun. Um, I guess. Do you have any, like, one interesting or funny moment of our friendship that you can think of? I'd say one of my favorite things about hanging out at your place, because your mom did and still does work at the Catholic Church in the rectory. Yes. So she was basically like a secretary for the rectory, for the the, the priest, essentially. Yes, she's the parish secretary. Which, that, that, that church is attached to a private Catholic school, and at the end of the year and partway through the year, your mom would get oh. leftover food. Yeah. Like frozen. The, and so they like, had octagon-shaped personal pizzas that they would serve the kids. Yeah. Now, why the Catholic kids got this and why the, the other kids didn't... Yeah, why didn't you guys get the octagons? I don't know. But that pizza was amazing. Yeah, that was good. Like, I, should... I liked the rectangle pizza at school, but the pizza from... The, maybe Catholics just do pizza better. I don't know. It's because it's got it's it's got it's, it's actually a Jesus cracker. It's, it's blessed by Jesus. <laughs> it's the body. It's the body and blood. The the sauce is the blood of Christ. Yeah, and the cheese is skin. Skin. And the bread would be his body. His toenails. Yes. Or or the ground up bones. I like ground up bones. And the spices are his, is his hair and beard. Do you have any that stand out in our friendship? Yeah, I mean, like, one of the things, I mean, this isn't necessarily, I mean, my my dad... Oh, my God. <laughs> like, when we still lived kitty corner from each other, like, my dad would see Reed out the kitchen window. Now, this doesn't make, well, okay, it kind of makes his dad a bad guy, but not at the same time. Yeah, and, like, I, like I'm not saying, I don't, I'm not even going to 
preface it with anything. My dad would say, here comes the retard, you know, like a combination of read and retard and the, and the offensive word retard. And, um, that for some reason that like just sticks in my mind as just like a, a thing. Like I can see myself walking into the kitchen, seeing my dad looking out the window and saying that, um, so what do you think about the new Sony Walkman that's $1,100 and it's running on an old version of Android? I think it's a lot of money, first it's, off, it's for a shitload of money. an MP3 player. That's more than an unlocked Is that a flack? That's a flack pod is what we're talking about. Yeah, it, it'll pretty much play any audio file. It plays from, high... From MP3 all the way up to flack, and then even the the Apple lossless format, like the ALAC gotcha. format. So it'll, it'll play anything. It, I think it, I think it'll hold. It has an SD card slot. Though. It has an SD card slot. So you could, potentially, I think it, I, if I remember what I read, right, it was like 16 gigs of internal storage. I think it was even more than that. I want to say it might've even been like 64 or 128, which I thought was a lot. And, it's got the 32 gigabyte SD card slot, like capability 30, yeah. for a 32 gigabyte SD card, and I guess you could you know have like a bunch of those with like and different swap them out like people you know, do in their like cars. different playlists or things like that out there. Yeah, but uh, eleven hundred dollars just seems that's like a lot of money. Insane amount of money. I could buy a MacBook for that. Yeah, you could buy a whole computer and install that in your car for eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, I know it's it's made for eleven hundred dollars. I could just use the phone I have. Like personally, I'm not an audiophile. One because I can't afford it, and two because at this point in my life, I don't see the value of having higher quality music because I can't tell the difference. Yeah, well, I think a lot of times. Like even like the audio equipment that we're you're playing music out of isn't going to be able to really give you the additional quality that like a really like you know completely lossless like audio like audio file format is going to give you like if you have like a high quality MP3 like your car stereo is going to sound the same with that. Than right, is it's going to have with a flack. Unless you're going to go out and you're going to buy sixty thousand dollars worth of high end audio equipment for your vehicle. Yeah, so maybe in that, like maybe Sony is making a product for like a sort of like a niche market. Like maybe for those people that are like audiophiles that like they they buy the Bose like three hundred dollar noise canceling headphones or earbuds. Like they own like the. $11,000 stereo systems at home, like maybe an $1,100 like portable audio player yeah. isn't that outrageous for them. But I just think I guess, if, but... you, if you're going to create a device that is $1,100... It should do more than play music. I think Sony making this... this I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it the Flack Pod mm-hmm. because that's something that you basically thought up years ago yeah, with nice. our friend Kate Mullen. Yeah. So when are we going to have a decent flak pod? When are we going to have a decent flak pod? And now we do, but it's $1,100. Yeah. 
I think they're shooting too far out of the park. I'm definitely thumbs downing the uh, the Sony Walkman, in my opinion. So the next thing <laughs> we're going to talk about is scalpers. Oh, scalpers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Brent, we mentioned this on the last the last episode. And I wasn't Brent, I wasn't ready to talk about it yet. My wounds were too new, and I was just the cut was too I was deep just over it. And talking about them would have added salt. Um, Brent has, I would say, both a healthy and unhealthy obsession with the Nintendo Wii U and Nintendo products in general. I'm he's he's I'm he's a, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Nintendo fanboy. I'm a console loyalist, and. I also have just, like, brand loyalty. So, like, I only buy Nintendo. Like, I stick with Nintendo. Like, I love Nintendo. Like, that's... That's it. And so, I'm really into the Amiibos. Right. Like, I love them. I think they're, you know, they're, like, inexpensive. It's, like, 12 bucks. What I like the most about them is they just look nice. Like they, they, they're essentially they're, fi- they're they're statuettes. They're little action figure statues. Yeah, and I think it's and it's something that I think Nintendo fans have wanted for a really long time. You can get all your favorite characters, or like, I mean, even if they're not your favorite, it's like it looks nice. Like I am not a big uh, Pokemon fanatic. Like I never got into the franchise, but I love the little Pikachu amiibo. Like it's just great. And so people have gone nuts. There was, like, even before they were out, there was, like, rumors that, that they were going to be collectible items, like other podcasts, other, other like, websites and things like that. Like, we're speculating on all these different things. Like, this one's going to be rare, or I think this one's going to be hard to find because I don't think people are going to want to buy it. And so the people that do buy it will get it, and then they'll discontinue it, um, like shortly thereafter because it's not selling. But all this hype and all this like speculating uh, brought out the scalpers who were just buying up every single amiibo they could find, specifically the ones that they said were going to be like um, hard to find, like rarities, or, or like the ones that would eventually become rare. And they buy them up, and they're just putting them on eBay. And so, it's trying not, to make a profit. Try, like, trying to make a profit, and that's it's America. We're capitalists, you know. So like, they just want to make money, and I guess they should be able to. But the uh, the scarcity that they created for like the the amiibos, like by buying those, like me, who was just like. You know, I'll pre-order a few, and then the other ones, you know, like, I'm not, like, in a rush to get them, and I'll just pick them up at the store. Well, you couldn't find them anywhere. And you just, like, you'd go onto eBay, and you're like, well, I don't really want to pay $45 for... A little figurine. A little figurine that I was planning on paying $12 for at Walmart. And so... It wasn't hard to find any of these. They're like, oh, like, this Amiibo's rare... But is it really rare if there's 400 of them on eBay? Right. I mean, it's it's sort of like a whole load of bullshit. And it gets me really fucking fired up. Like, the people 
that are scalping all these things. Because it's not just Amiibos. It's like other things, too. Like, anytime something comes out and they're like, oh, it's a limited edition, this. Like, it used to be where, like, oh, as long as you, like, pre-ordered it, like, ahead of time, like, during, like, the time range where they actually just offered the pre-orders, you had no problem getting something. Now, unless you are spending your entire life in front of your computer, and as soon as there's, like, a peep that it's announced that something's available, you then immediately order it, you're not going to be able to get it for the retail price from where it's available. And this happened to me this week. So I was already mad about Amiibos, already mad about other things, mad about scalpers, and then they announce that you can pre-order the Majora's Mask 3D uh, HD remake for the 3DS. And there's a limited edition, which came with a Skull Kid uh, statue. Oh, I did see that online today. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, was just, I, I know what you're talking about. Yes. No. Um, I didn't mean, like, fuck you, but, like, fuck the world. And then... Um, there was, <laughs> Fred has been having first-world angry problems as of late. Oh, so many. And then there was also, um, there was that bundle, which was just the, the the statue and the game, which was similar to the Wind Waker HD um, release. They did a uh, Ganon, uh, Ganondorf um, statue with the game. And I don't, like, I didn't want to pre-order that, but as far as I know, like, that one, even then, like, that was only, like, a like, maybe, like, two years ago or three years ago, uh-huh. like, that wasn't impossible to get. Like, you could pre-order that and get it, and, like, you didn't have to, like, really, like, fight the scalpers. But this, within, I think, probably an hour of it being announced, every every single one was gone. Yeah, that's crazy. I think they went up for pre-sale on Wednesday. When I found out about it Wednesday morning, it was already too late. Like I was, I was already out of luck. <clears throat> and it's just, like I, I, like I found people that had said, like, oh, they had seen, like, uh, like forum threads where people were talking about, like, setting up, like, multiple, multiple accounts for, like, Amazon and GameStop just to ensure that they'd be able to order like 10 or 20 of these pre-orders and it's just like I I don't know if there's anything that can even be done to prevent this from happening but it's just ridiculous it's just it's it used to be fun to be like oh like I'm going to pre-order this like this week so I'll I'll get the special edition but now it's it's not even fun trying to get that. Right. Because, like, you know, like, it's just, like, I see, like, a news thread on something about, like, oh, the limited edition thing is, is coming out today. And I'm like, okay, great. I can't get that because it's already fucking gone. Right. And then, like, you go on eBay and you feel like you really, really wanted it. You could get it for four times what the actual cost The was. actual cost was. And so it just, it has me just beat the fuck down. So what we're saying is, if anyone got two of those, 
Brent would gladly buy one for you from you at cost. At retail cost. I'm not because I'm just not going to pay. I'm not going to pay more for it. What was the retail cost of it? Like I think it was only I think it was fifty nine ninety nine for the bundle with the statue, and then there was a there was another one that came with the hardcover strategy guide, the statue, and the, the game. and the game, and that was like eighty something. Mm. But I I pre ordered the strategy guide because like I I have all the hardcover Zolt strategy guides and I just wanted it, and I thought like I you know even though the game isn't slate like that's another thing. Like, I, as far as I know, the game isn't slated to come out for a while. Like, probably until, like, fall or winter next year. Um, guessing fall. It, uh, the pre-orders are already gone. Yeah, that's crazy. For, for the, the bundle, and it's just... Well, it sent me into a, just a, just a fucking beat-down, depressed like moment of my life and I understand that there's much bigger things that should upset people but it's just I mean come on yeah I think I mean do you have an opinion on the scalpers I think it sucks because I mean okay yeah we're adults we like to get things that remind us of Things we had when we were kids, things that we were, you know, that we, we enjoyed having and that we liked to collect. But then the thing that really sucks, like, okay, yeah, you loved that game. You still love that game. That's why you wanted the remake, like the, the 3D remake. Yes. But the scalpers, what, what that does, what the, what the scalpers are effectively doing is making it harder. Like, I mean, Brent, neither Brent or I are parents. There are people our age and older than us that do have kids, and even younger than us, that have kids who love the Zelda franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. Go out are just as into it as Brent is. And they go out and they buy these remakes. They buy these things, and then they let their kids play them. And they let their kids get into what, you know, it's, it's a way of sharing something that you loved as a child with your kids. Mm-hmm. And what the, the scalpers are effectively doing is making it harder for new fans to be made. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it, it's, it's frustrating to see that, like... It's just, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's making it harder for new fans to get made, and it's just, it's making... I mean, eventually, what the scalpers are going to end up doing is just, like... Like, just, like, I think they may just end up destroying their own... Um, Do you think they're going to drive the cost of those up? No, I don't think they'll drive the cost of that shit up. But what they'll do is, like, people will just get so sick of it that, well, I'm hoping they would, that the scalpers will, like, be buying all these things, and then... No one will buy them from the scalpers. No one will buy the shit from the scalpers. They'll be just like, all right, well, fuck you. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, that's the way I feel, and I'm sure there's got to be other people that are on board with me in this. I mean, there's always going to be... Like the crazy people where money doesn't fucking matter to them. And so they're going to want it, so they're going to buy it on eBay. Because they just want it. And it's right. limited. And so, like, that, I mean, that's normal. I mean, usually when something isn't available anywhere else and it's been a limited edition, you can find it on eBay. Yeah. And, like, that's what eBay's for. But it shouldn't be, like, like you shouldn't have to go there on release day for something to get it. For yeah, three agree. times what you wanted to pay for it, 
It's just, and I don't think there's anything that can be done to stop them. Like, I think, like, the only way to stop it is to destroy limited editions. Yeah. It's just, like, not have limited edition things. I don't know that they'll do that, but... It, it would be nice if there was a way to make the scalpers. Like, the, it'd, be, it'd be nice to, like, find a way so there could be, like, a, a happy medium where the scalpers could get their stuff, but it was still easy enough, if you wanted to, to get the item. But, I mean, then you wouldn't have scalpers because they wouldn't be making money. They wouldn't be turning a profit. Yeah. So. Um, what was that other thing you wanted to... Uh, the dwarfism? No. That we can talk about another time, but there was a uh, an article that I read about a um, a nativity scene that a guy in Ohio had set up, um, and the the little bit of the article that I read is he like I think he sort of runs like a like a haunted house type thing like during the Halloween season. And then this Christmas, he decided to set up a zombie nativity scene. Okay. So it had, like, you know, sort of, like, he had a... Was it, like, a baby corpse, essentially? No, not even. I think the, like, the the baby Jesus, like, like just looked pale and it had just, like, white eyes. And then, like, the others, like, like Mary Joseph, like, the wise men and things like that, you know, just kind of looked zombie-ish, like, I think they, you know, they, where they'd have, you know, like, yeah. the typical zombie thing. Right. And apparently it got, I mean, it was a pretty big display, and it was lit, and it, it apparently it got kind of popular, where, like, people were coming to see it, like, you had people that were, like, st- would stop and, like, take pictures, like, it was kind of, like, fun, and, like, you know, that was sort of, like, his thing. Well, he got a, um... Did he get like a cease and desist? Yeah, he got like a, a like a letter from the the city saying like, oh, that was like uh, that he was like breaking some sort of code, and it had nothing to do with the content of the the display. Apparently, it was the size of it. And now he's saying that like you know, there's other displays around the town, or there have been, you know, that people have put up that are like equal in this size, or like you know, like similar, and and nobody's really said anything. And, like, he doesn't know if there was any actual complaints about the size of it. Like, he's, Or if people were just pissed that he was just depicting the nativity yeah. in a zombie form. Like, I think it's, it seems pretty obvious that, like, that's what people were mad about, was the fact that it was a nativity scene with the zombie, like, theme to it. Yeah. And so, like, since there probably isn't anything that the city could do because of the content... They, they had like, to find some other. They had to figure reason. out, yeah, a, like a bullshit way, and like you know. See, and that I guess that that I, gets me riled up. Like I just because I just don't think that's. I mean, what I think is interesting about it is like he had, <laughs> he had until uh, the day after Christmas to, to pull like, it down to like pull it down, and so they're really not. I mean, I don't know if they were really accomplishing anything. Like I don't know if they if the city didn't care and they were, like, just sort of, like, trying to, like, appease, like, the assholes that were complaining about it, saying, like, oh, we'll give them, like, a you-gotta-take-it-down right. thing. 
but like the time frame came after Christmas anyway, so it would be up through the holiday, and then he could like take it down afterwards. So I, I don't know. I just I just thought it was a little interesting article, um, because I I'd be down with a zombie nativity scene. Right, I, mean, I think that's fun. Dude, Easter comes around, and I send people text messages that says "Happy Zombie Jesus Day." Yeah, you. I think every year for at least five years. He was the first, effectively the like, if we if we're to believe that he rose from the dead. Well, yeah. He was he was effectively the first documented zombie. Well, probably like I mean, really the only documented zombie. Well, yeah, probably. that's true. But um, I mean, unless you're to believe the story of Lazarus. I mean, I guess technically he would probably be the first zombie. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Still, happy Zombie Jesus Day, people. Happy Zombie Jesus Day. <laughs> <laughs>